Hi guys, I'm Rob. I'm just here to chat a little bit about maths. So I guess one of the things that people often ask first is, um, why would you take higher level maths? Well, most people take higher level maths because of the 25 bonus points. That if you get over 40% on your maths exam, you get automatically get 25 bonus points. The points are not progressive. So you don't get more bonus points the higher grade you get. If you get over 40%, you get 25 bonus points. If you, if you don't, you don't get any bonus points at all. Um, and with large numbers of students, with huge numbers of students taking higher level maths, it was 18,000 students taking the higher level maths papers these days. Um, a lot of students feel if I'm not taking higher level maths, I'm starting off 25 points behind everybody else who's competing for the same college courses I'm competing for. So a lot of people feel almost pressured sometimes into taking the higher level maths paper. Um, the key thing to remember is that math, you know, higher level maths, it's not as difficult as people make it out to be, but it's still a difficult course. It is possible to fail. If you get below 40%, you don't get your bonus points. If you get, as long as you get over 30%, that's considered a pass for, mo for, um, for nearly all um, college courses. And you do get, you know, your 37 points for a H7 in maths. But unless you get over 40, you don't get the bonus points. And a, a, a lot of students put themselves under huge pressure like higher maths to get those 25 bonus points. And very often what you find is they've spent so much time on maths trying to make sure they get over 40 and get those 25 bonus points that their other subjects suffer. Subjects they might be an awful lot better at. And I've seen students, year after year, you see students who end up losing those 25 points and more in their other subjects. So deciding whether to take higher level maths is something that you should take very seriously. Don't just automatically do it because you say, well, I want those 25 bonus points. If you feel that maths would end up taking up so much of your time trying to get over 40% and get those bonus points that your other subjects may suffer, it may not be worth it. It may be worth considering, look, I'll probably get those 25 points and more in my other subjects because I'll, I'll perform much better in those. So it's, it's, it's something that's well worth um, considering. That if you kind of feel that maths is something that you really struggle with, that I think I don't think there's anybody who can't do higher level maths, it's just a matter of time, how much time you have to give it. If you feel the amount of time you have to give higher level maths to guarantee yourself those bonus points and make the whole thing worthwhile is going to impact your other subjects, it might be worth considering maybe taking the path of, of less resistance, taking ordinary level maths and really focusing on the other subjects that you feel you may be an awful lot stronger at. Um, I suppose the other thing that, that people often ask about is, is, the, is the kind of the format of the paper, because one of the things that, that tends to put people under a lot of pressure in higher level maths is the fact that under normal circumstances, the, the paper has no choice. That you don't have any choice, you have to attempt all of the questions on both papers. Now, that doesn't seem to be the case this year. That there, although it hasn't been confirmed yet, there seems to be that for the, the current six years, six years will be taking their leaving cert papers in June 2022, um, that there will be an element of choice there, but you won't have the same level of choice that the students who did their leaving cert in 2021 had, but the, the Department of Education have indicated there will be choice on the paper this year. It'll probably be something like the choice that was offered to the leaving cert subject and um, students of last year before the second alteration was made. So it'll probably be something like five out of six short questions on each paper and three out of four long questions, rather than the four to six short questions and two out of four long questions that the last year's six years were offered instead. So there may be an element of choice on this year's paper, it is yet to be confirmed, um, but under normal circumstances, there's no choice on the paper. And that, that's quite difficult because it puts you under pressure to make sure you've got the entire course covered. Because if a question comes up, you don't have the option of skipping it. Um, the, the papers, the, the, the Leaving Cert Maths course was originally described as five strands, and that's not particularly useful anymore. You're much better off thinking of maths as preparing yourself for two 
papers. Paper one and paper two. Paper one happens on the, the afternoon of the first Friday of the Leaving Cert, and paper two happens on the Monday morning, the first paper on Monday morning. And paper one is the more abstract stuff. So paper one is your algebra, it's your complex numbers, it's sequence and series, it's financial math, it's proof by induction, it's functions, calculus and integration. It's all kind of the more abstract, the mathsy maths, if you like, on paper one. Paper two, then a lot of people would find to be the more visual one. It's the more shape-based paper. It's your geometry, including coordinate geometry, the line and circle, in trigonometry, the statistics and probability are in that paper. And remember that um, your, your, the scores on both papers are simply added together to give you overall um, your overall score that students often ask do I have to pass both papers no you don't they just combine your scores across the two papers and, and the, the whole thing is marked um, out of 600 so under normal so that the, the, the format of the papers on, on each paper you've got six short answer questions worth um, normally 25 marks each at the, at the moment it, it's 30 um, under, under the, the kind of the new increased choice that's available to students um, but those questions test basic skills can you solve this type of equation can you simplify this, this, this inequality here? And then you've got your long answer questions that follow that, then, which, are, which are the practical application questions, which are, which are worth um, more marks. So um, both papers, they share the same kind of format. Your big hitters on each paper, um, it's really algebra and calculus on paper one. That's certainly in 2021, calculus accounted for an awful lot of paper one. There was a, a huge calculus component in, in last year's exam. Um, paper two, then, it's, um, it's statistics and trigonometry. Trigonometry in particular in paper two, again, last summer, trigonometry accounted for an awful lot of paper two. So um, when, you're, when you're in terms of prioritizing topics for your study, I'd be focusing on my calculus and my algebra on paper one and my statistics and my trigonometry in particular on paper two. If you've got those four topics under control, you've kind of got the back of each paper broken. You're there, there, but then the smaller topics and the kind of the more obscure topics, your sequence series and financial maths, your induction, um, your complex numbers on paper one, your coordinate geometry, the line and circle, your probability on paper two, they can be kind of filled in afterwards.